Follow your dreams and turn them into your passion. Wake up every morning embracing the day and excited to create what you love to do. Hi, I'm Pal Doshi, and on this week's Passion Projects, we speak with independent recording artist Danelle Sanderbolt, whose melodic sound took her through a very interesting musical journey. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Thanks for joining us, Danelle. Love having you here. I want to begin by asking you about how you got started in terms of, let's take it back to your childhood. And if you could share with us your journey into becoming a musician, where did that all kind of start? When I was younger, I guess I've always been surrounded by music and my mom loved to sing, my family loved to sing, and we'd always just have karaoke or some music at any family event that we'd have. And I don't know, I just felt like music was something that I was always drawn to or something that was very natural for me, especially with singing. So when I was two, I would sing along with my mom to Whitney Houston tracks on karaoke or something. And it was actually kind of the first thing that I would have to read. Cause you know you'd have like the lyrics underneath where the karaoke is. Yes. So I would actually like learn to read because of the karaoke lyrics. So it was really funny for me and my mom. But um, but yeah. So then the more that I grew up, I picked up guitar when I was ten, and then I just really wanted to play on there. Started writing songs when I was twelve, and then it sort of just blossomed into me making music continuously and having a big part of my life and I just never seemed to let it go so that's how I sort of ended up to where I am right now. Now growing up was um, music something that you always continued as like a passion of yours but in school what were what were some of the courses that you were taking I know you had mentioned um, you know you wanted to become a pediatrician like that was your thought process but in school, was it always in your head that I want to be a musician, this is the the way I want to go? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was like the way I wanted to go. Maybe I didn't necessarily see it as a career. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that I loved it so much and that I wanted to do it any chance that I got. So even through elementary school to me at a university, I'd always have it in my life one way or the other, where whether it was like extracurricular or me coming home and just having this creative outlet. Um, but as far as school, I was always a really good student and I really loved reading books and getting those straight A's. Like it was just... That is so good. <laughs> it was not like, something I enjoyed. I motivated myself to really just be a good student um, just because I love learning and I loved being at, in that sort of environment. Uh, so when I went to a university, or I went to a junior college before I went to a university in the States, and when I was there, I was sort of trying to figure out different careers that I could take, and I thought, hey, maybe a pediatrician would be nice because I love helping people, and it's great pay, like, everything just seemed to fit Right. what I wanted to do in my, like, in my mind as a career. And um, so then I took my first chemistry and statistics class and I was like, no, I'm definitely not gonna do this for like eight years. And so then 
I started to figure out, well, you know, like what's my pa like what are my passions and what are the things that I truly enjoyed? I always loved writing and I thought that English would be a good major for me and so pursued in that and on the side actually I was posting YouTube videos of cover songs. So I still had that music right. that I would still and I would still perform on campus and certain um, like groups and activities that I would go and sing for. And then, yeah, I just, I don't know, I just always had it there to go back to. Um, and then I graduated with an English degree, but still always just had music. Speaking of YouTube, I know that's where a lot of artists kind of started their way, especially nowadays in the, in the time and age that we live in. Mm -hmm. How do you think that YouTube was able to assist in terms of getting yourself out there to the public for people to notice you? Yeah, I mean, I think YouTube was really great for me, um, especially because even when I was younger, from maybe like 10 to 15, the way to do it was to go out to auditions and meet with people, and even just go on certain posts online and see casting calls or agents or managers that were looking for talent. That was really the way to do it with my mom. So me and my mom would just always go out. She'd always take me to places. It was just us two. I would always remember us waiting in line or just going to some ridiculous place. And um, when YouTube came out, it wasn't so hard anymore because I sort of had this platform where anyone could watch and anyone mm -hmm. could come across it. And when I had done YouTube at that time, there weren't so many artists or like YouTube cover singers out there yet. So right. I was just sort of doing it for fun in high school. And it was cool because people would um, send me a message and be like, we really love your music. Is there any way we could help? And there are people that I still talk to now that I've met when I was super, super young and they've always just sort of followed track of like how I'm doing. Um, so it definitely gave me a lot of exposure, I think, and it did help a lot just because for me as an artist too, being able to sing in front of people and have an audience that would comment, of course, good or bad, it sort of made me feel like comfortable in just doing it and whatever had people had said to me, like I would just sort of take it as I will and, and just continue on and keep going. So it was great for both things. The comments you would take it as a grain of salt because I know um, for me when I was doing my YouTube videos as well mm -hmm. I felt like the comment you would get so much comments and I think the comments kind of dictated oh people are really watching people are really into it and then you get all this hate and for me I kind of took it as a positive outlet because I'm like oh if I have hate that means I've made it that yeah. means like I'm doing something right yeah but you'll get so much hate but how would you kind of translate all those hate or into positivity into like you know what that's fine this is what they're talking about but i'm showing them i'm just showing the haters that i know what i'm doing and kind of taking it to the next level yeah um well when i was a 15 year old kid of course it was like ow that hurts or yeah. right or like ow that's inappropriate um but then after a while i sort of had to sit with myself and just tell myself, hey, this is what I'm putting myself into. And when I would receive comments like that, it sort of made me feel more ignited and more stronger about what I was doing. Because I always say that if it's good or bad, people are talking about you and people are paying attention to mm -hmm. you. Or people 
you were so, people were so engaged with what we, we were doing that they had something to say. So might as well have some, someone saying something versus not saying anything at all, whether it is good or bad. But I just sort of grew a thick skin around it mm -hmm. and it definitely helped me going into the music industry. Um, so it gave me a good practice of like having just people online, people that I didn't even know, so it really didn't matter anyway. Yeah. But having that tougher skin made me more prepared for the real music industry. So it was just definitely good practice, I think. What about your parents? How did your parents handle that reaction when you said, hey mom, dad, I want to make music my career. This is what I want to do with my life. And were they supportive of that? Yeah, um, it's funny because actually thinking about it now, I don't think I've ever even told them <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to make music my career. Because I think they've always just known that that was what I was supposed to do too ever since I was little. So I didn't feel like I had to be obligated to tell them this is my career and this is a choice. It was more of, yeah, did you hear my new music? Did you hear my songs? Yeah, I'm not working anymore full time, but I'm doing this now. And it was just very... They're very open to it and very just supportive and they always have been, which is really great for me. Uh, my mom always just tells me to be the best that I can be at anything, whatever I am drawn to or whatever my passion is. So yeah, they've been very supportive and there for me. So yeah, I don't know. My, mo my mom always tells me, I knew that ever since you were two years old singing to the Little Mermaid dancing around our living room like a crazy girl, I knew that you were just supposed to do this. So I think she had accepted it a long time ago and it wasn't this like big ordeal of me saying, I'm going to do music now. Right. Well, what were some of the challenges though that you were able to overcome to get to that point where you are now um, in some of the jobs that you had taken to kind of make ends meet? to make yeah. sure that music was gonna be that full-time career? Yeah, um, there's been so many times where I felt like, geez, like what am I doing? I just need to, I need to grow up and find a real job, right? I would yes. tell that to myself. It wasn't more of my parents, it was more of me saying, wow, what am I doing? Because I feel like when you have a passion, you sort of sacrifice a lot in your life to pursue that 110%. Um, and I had to work multiple jobs. So after graduating, I um, did a lot of consulting jobs and then I was working in a music management company and just seeing the back end of music, trying to see, hey, if I am not an artist, maybe I can do something in music mm -hmm. that can make me money while I'm still in an industry that I love. And that just wasn't for me. And I tried to do a lot of writing and I had a full-time writing job and did more writing, did social media and I just always would come home and think this is not what I'm supposed to do. I would just feel like yeah I'm making ends meet and I can do things and pay for things but it wasn't it wasn't fulfilling for me. It wasn't waking you up every morning wanting you to seize that day, right? Right. right. And then it wasn't until I realized like I don't know I just I couldn't do it anymore and I was still doing music and music was starting to slowly pick up like I'd have some um, opportunities that did pay me which was not a lot but it was something mm -hmm. and I thought well if I could be sort of making the same money doing a full-time writing job and sort of making money off music and my career as an artist why not just jump into it 
and i decided to jump into it and just not look back <laughs> so i hear you had a hit song at <laughs> in germany tell us about that hit song yeah so that song was actually posted on my youtube channel in 2014 as a cover tuesday yeah tuesday and then next thing you know i hear that it's just blown up in so many different countries. It got 27 platinum awards and just went number one in 70 countries on iTunes and Shazam. So wow. it was such a whirlwind for me, right? And and I didn't really know what to do or what to expect. And then all of a sudden I just found myself in Germany performing on one of their primetime networks because the song had gone in the top 10 for 15 weeks. So it was just insane and it was such a cool experience. I was over there and people were asking for autographs, calling me a pop star from that song, and they just, it was such a different world for me, but it was so invigorating and so exhilarating just to be on stage and doing what I loved and sharing that experience with everybody in the room. Like that just drove me even more to say, yeah, you did it. Like not you did it, because I have such a long way to go, but more of like, you're taking those steps, like you're actually doing something you're doing something that you love and it's been really it's been great to think that hey if I had not gone and pursued my career and that I wouldn't be able to take on that opportunity that would be such a devastating thing for me so I'm glad that I did it and the fans recognizing you how much yeah. like that must be such a cool experience to be like all right they know who I am like it's it's cool just to take it to the next level in terms of where your music is going right yeah at first i was at first i was like you want my autograph no i want your autograph because this is actually really funny to me um but yeah it was just insane to think that there were people waiting for me after i was done performing asking for autographs and i think it's not always been so much of the fame for me that i've been looking that i've wanted it was more of sharing my music and making people feel a certain way with my music so that that coming along that's always still a little new to me and I don't quite get it I'm just sort of like oh, what is going on I don't know I don't understand but it's definitely cool to, to meet people who listen to the music in person that's a really cool experience for me now when you talk about your music where do you get a lot of your inspiration from when you come to writing your songs yeah um, a lot of it is personal Actually, almost all of it is personal. I've always been the sort of writer to draw from my past experiences, and just because it's so much more meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are great songwriters who are great at storytelling, um, but that just doesn't work for me. I mean, I could do that, and I have tried to do it, but I feel like I feel more in touch with songs that come from my background or my experiences, or even just my friends' experiences and putting that into music into a creative outlet is just how it sort of happens. Who are some of the people that you've looked up to during your music career that you feel like you've identified with in different ways? Well, there's a lot of them, but I mean, for influences in songwriting, I've always admired Carole King. I think she's just such a legendary songwriter and so simple too. I always admire um, writers who can capture a meaning in a song so eloquently and so simply. Uh, so I've always really looked up to her for songwriting. And as an Amy Winehouse, she's one of my favorites. As an artist altogether, even a songwriter, an artist, 
Um, yeah, I definitely draw a lot of influences from her. And I love the whole old jazz period. Uh, it takes you to a different time. Yeah. And it's just so classic. But I think there are also a lot of great artists now that are doing such innovative things and that I'm inspired by every day. Tell me about um, being out here in Toronto. Yeah. Born and raised in LA. What has the experience been like coming here? It's been great. Uh, people are very open and creative and collaborative, and that's something that I really admire here. You have a lot of people just working really hard at something that they love, and I truly admire people that do it because it's their passion. Um, and it's just refreshing being in LA all my life. It's nice because it's, it'll always be home for me, but being in a new environment, in a new country with new people is just so stimulating, especially as an artist. And it's been really nice so far. There's a lot of cool people out here. Being in LA, I feel like that's where the hub is for people who want to go out there and fulfill their dreams. Uh, how has that kind of changed for you now coming here to Toronto, but fulfilling whatever you have been able to do out there in LA? Um, well, I feel like, yes, there are so many different music people out in LA, whether it's business or creative or labels. Um, but I think Toronto offers something really special and that's just the people working in the industry who really see it more as their passion. And I think that there definitely are a lot of people like that in LA. But every person that I've met here in Toronto, it's, it's very, it's all about the music. And there's lots of cool sounds and people aren't afraid to break boundaries and just do, just try to experiment. And I, I really like that experimental way of creating songs. So it's been cool to experience. That makes you very happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the advice? you would give people who are out there seeking their passion, having it as their side hustle, but want to make it their full-time career? I would definitely say just go for it. Um, I mean, I know that sometimes it can be tough and I'm like a very logical person too. So I think I always have this like mental struggle of, well, am I doing this the right way? Like, should I be doing this? Or like, is this not rational? But I think that sometimes you just have to turn your mind off and just really follow your instincts and your gut and lean on that and just go for it and just don't look back. And to have tough skin. I always tell people to have tough skin. So that's helped me a lot. So Danelle, what's next for you? Well, as an independent artist, I've been releasing music by myself online uh, on Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes, but coming into 2018, the biggest goal is to have my EP come out around the summertime, so that's really the main focus, and I'm just really excited to share the new sound of what I will be. For those looking to follow you, because I know I am, <laughs> where can we follow you? You can follow me all at Danelle Music. So Instagram.com slash Chanel Music, Twitter.com slash Chanel Music, and then just my Spotify and YouTube is my full name, Danelle Sandoval. Thanks again to Danelle for joining us on Passion Projects. And as Amy Winehouse so eloquently put it, life's short, anything can happen, and it usually does. So there's no point in sitting around thinking about all the ifs, ands, and buts. So subscribe to the podcast available on SoundCloud, and follow along on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Pile Doshi TV. 
Stay tuned for our next episode where we talk to Christian Alakpala about his love for the game of basketball. We'll see you again next time on Passion Projects.